pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to episode 19 of the Pretty Nerds Podcast. It's your girl Janae, Nay, whatever you want to call me these days. And it's your girl Fallon Deanne. Um, so Fallon, how was your weekend this week? Um, it was good. Um, I... I guess pets it. I don't know what you call babysitting a dog. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, for one of my friends. So that was very interesting to say the least. Um, yeah. Did it make you still want to get a dog or not have Listen, a dog anymore? So I have like, it has to be a girl. It has to be a small dog. Even, even when I get a big dog, that energy has to be low. Like he was a pit bull. And his energy was high and he was heavy as hell. <laughs> so <laughs> like, no, it definitely like, yeah, I'm getting a small dog. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I completely understand. He <laughs> humped me. He humped you? Yes. That was so gross. <laughs> so definitely a girl dog. <laughs> uh, well, you know, girl dogs hunch when they get bored. That's how you know that they're like bored. Like they're not, you're not. Like doing enough with them, like but see, not keeping I can them take active you enough. Outside and I, yeah, yeah. This was just just hunching, just hunching. to be hunching, huh? <laughs> and it was gross. Like every time he came over, and, like I pet, he'll walk off, and then he'll come back and like, ugh. <laughs> no, well, he might need. It might be. Is he fixed yet? No, that's what I was like. Yeah. You need to get him a girlfriend to get him yeah, fixed because this is just a bit get much. fixed because that means he's. <laughs> He's in he's in the mood. <laughs> How was your weekend? Um, for me it was pretty uh, we gotta you know. Get you. you know what? I ain't do much this vacation. We gotta get this. Listen, I need I I have said for weeks on end I need to like a vacation to an island somewhere with yeah. a beach so I ain't gotta do nothing but lay out on a beach. I would even I was even thinking about taking Cause now they have like nonstop flights from here to Colorado. I was thinking about taking a trip to Colorado just to go sit in the mountains somewhere. No, I'm good and damn well, I don't ski or snowboard or do anything. And <laughs> I don't really like the cold, but I would gladly sit there in like a hot tub or something and just yeah. look pretty. Yeah, yeah. Smoke some weed. <sighs> you know. <laughs> I got some funds that I'm gonna send with you because I want a TKO pack now. <laughs> See, here you go. I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, anywho, so let's let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, so we don't forget. Let's jump into because there was such good music that came out. So let's start with music this week. Um, what are you currently listening to that you're just loving? Of course. Got Wale on repeat like, the whole weekend. So excited. Very like, he's so consistent. Like you, you said like over and over again, like he is so consistent. All of the tracks were like bum. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm not Wale, but I'm like, he don't get enough like acknowledgement and kudos for like being like lyrical genius that he is i don't it really hurts me but yeah that's basically what i've been listening to i did listen to the black album i really did enjoy that um 
So there will probably be once I wear my Wale out, because <laughs> I will wear an album down to nothing. Um, I will probably move on to him for like weeks. So, yeah. So, um, for me, it's pretty much the same. Um, like you said, I mean, I knew I was going to love the Wale because like mm-hmm. he's, um, he's consistent. He's just so consistent. Um, what this, you know, weekend music really did for me was it really solidified to me. Like I can now say with like super confidence that Wale and J. Cole this year, the, thank you yeah. universe for Wale <laughs> and J. Cole because they really have been the most consistent rappers and they didn't have the i don't give a damn what nobody say y'all go fight me they didn't have some of the best rap verses this yep. year j cole on that damn pretty little fears on black's album my god he floated on that beat so beautiful good lord like it's ridiculous like i would every when i hear it, i was like oh my god cole <laughs> seriously this is ridiculous Girl, like, I mean, just get, like, just listen to, like, the lyrics and the way he just, I mean, when I say he flowed on that beat, yeah, it's, like, it's incredible. (laughs) The MC that J. Cole is is absolutely crazy. And then him and Wale on that My Boy. Yes. Come on. If you get it, you gonna speak about it. I mean, they just... (laughs) Like I said, universe, thank you for J. Cole. Okay, okay? Cause they did that. Yeah. And then, like I said, um, that black album, it's really like, I enjoyed it. It's a really good R&B record. But not only that, it's more of, I want to say a modern R&B record. Um, and what I mean by that is, and this is why, and this is why to me, Scorpion Drake's album was such a disappointment. Because literally now the the folks who came after him who pretty much do him do Drake better than Drake does Drake. You know what I mean? <laughs> because that's what like that six. Yeah. Um, I'm Drake, sorry Drake. that um that black album reminded me of. He I mean he out Drake Drake. They say <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The only difference is that his was more R and B than obviously a rap. But he got a rapper flow to him. To be honest with you, like I, I wonder if he could actually spit. I think I seen a where he did a um a freestyle on Sway in the morning. So, I mean, sh- he out Drake Drake, basically. <laughs> like, that's, to me, like, what I got on Black's album was what I expected on Scorpion with more of a rap twist than an R&B twist. So, I don't know. But, I, I like I said, I enjoyed that to no end, so... See, I gotta go back that's like and listen. I listened to the whole album, but I just didn't like listen, listen. Like yeah. I was like taking a shower, doing my hair. So definitely gonna go back and take time, like just to, you know, vibe on yeah. it. Cause it got good vibes. That's yeah. what I think that's what it is too. I like the vibes of it. It's just got good yeah. vibes. Um, Swiss Beats getting ready to drop a new joint. Um, Poison Executive produced by J. Cole. So, um, Shout out to, um, it's probably, I'm like, that's listening to the record that Swiss just dropped with, um, Lil Wayne has me excited for the Carter, um, Carter five because I'm like, um, <clears throat> I've, I've missed hearing, I need a Millie flow, like, <laughs> I miss hearing Wheezy. It's, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm, he's been on his tune sheet mode a little bit, but I feel like with that Swiss beast joint, Swiss got, 
Swiss is pulling him back. <laughs> Swiss is pulling him back. He's saying, come on now. We got to bring that Wayne, that mixtape Weezy back. We got to bring that Wayne back. And so it's getting me excited for the Carter Five. I hope that it delivers the same <laughs> way. I'm hoping. You know what I mean? And I always enjoy a Swiss Beats record because to me, like, he, Swiss Beats is so much fucking, I, y'all gonna be mad, but Swiss Beats is so much fucking cooler to me than DJ Khaled is. Like, oh, I feel, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna like, really pull out a comparison. <laughs> DJ, uh, yeah. He's so much cooler. DJ than drama is cooler than DJ Khaled. Like, <laughs> So that's why I'm just excited. Like, please, Swiss, come out and just do some. Because I'm so fucking over Khaled's ass. He corny as fuck. Like, so over fucking Khaled. He's corny and just, ugh. Shove down your throat. Like, ugh. So, yeah. That's my music take for this week on that note. Um, show up in the hot tops. All right. Um, one more music thing since we're in hot tops and this is a hot topic. The Carter Five supposedly is supposed to drop at the end of this month or very early October. As I already stated, I'm super excited because I'm ready to hear some. I missed. I don't know what it is, but you, I'm as terrible as Wayne is looking these days. <laughs> I have like, dropped a video. I have missed Wayne on the music scene. Yeah, I think that's like the Southerner in me because I don't think a lot of like. New Yorkers and Westerners and all, but you know, all those folks like that. Yo, we used to get live off work. Like, like right now you could put on a milli and like, I probably go crazy. Yo, <laughs> you remember Hustler music off of the Carter oh. 2? Listen, the Carter <laughs> 2, like I could put on the Carter 2 right now and probably play like that. vibe though. Like, <sighs> I could put that whole and just listen to it and vibe out. Like, man, mm. I'm going to probably put that on. <laughs> Forget, like someone put a status up with like the Carter Five coming out. Now we're gonna have to start your song over when we hear the light of flick. Like, <laughs> like hold on, hold on, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So true, <laughs> so true. When that light of flick, man, it's so you know you went for something right there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited though. I'm always excited. Like Lil Wayne, as far as his like lyrics and rhyme, he, I mean, he always delivered. It's just. That he looks like a rat, but okay. child, that lean like yeah. whew, oh, it I has heard. done horrible to to that melanin. Okay, yeah. melanin Ooh. normally don't crack, but baby, that lean got child looking terrible yeah, out here in the him up. So yeah, mm-hmm. however y'all want to take that, I'm sorry, but that lean just I'm over it. Sorry. Um. So, I guess we can, I want to talk the blackity blackness that is Issa Rae in um, her yacht party, her yacht Emmy party. Yeah. Like, can I, I just want to invite Issa, like, y'all don't even have to let me, just let me be there for like five minutes and just be (laughs) in the midst of all that, you know what I mean? Of all that black excellence. And I mean... I just want to be her friend <laughs> because she drinks Hennessy and it seemed like she's just a good time. Like you seen her real life, like dancing and like, you know, twerking. Like I, I, I need that in my life. Like Preach. I really do want to be her friend. Preach. I just want to be in the circle. Can I just so, be in that circle of black excellence? Can we be friends? 
Preach. <laughs> she's so pretty. Like her teeth. I'm like, oh my gosh. <sighs> Moments. So, I'll petition Easter for friendship. So <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I want to keep all my friends I have now. And then I want to add Easter. So, yep. Good ad. That's a good yeah. ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Um, I guess we can. I mean, you want to talk uh, Reese Fashion Show? Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't bought anything from the line as of yet. I do have plans on purchasing some items. Um, I'm proud of her uh, because she is like, I guess, making her way. Like, okay, yeah, I was, I came in as music, but you kind of see like the other side of the person that she is, where you know, okay, makeup is my thing and um, lingerie is my thing, and I love that she uses real women like i can envision myself okay this is how i would look in this you know even if it may be a little different but this is how i would look in this or you know having um slick woods and she was pregnant and you had a plus size model you got tall and thin and like i i'm there for it light skin white dark skin like i, I was there for it all yeah I mean, I, I enjoyed the show too. I thought it was creative. Um, I like to see Rihanna in the fashion world. I definitely think she is on her way out in music. I know people are going to hate to hear that, <laughs> but I think that, you know, she's ready to kind of dive yeah. her foot into just outside of the music world and the music industry. And I can't blame her because there's more. She's been there a long time. There's, there's just way more money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the music industry, you don't make unless you're like uber 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 successful you don't make a shit ton of money you know what i mean yeah. um so i mean it's smart of her to you know diversify and get out man while she's still on top why not yeah. um so I, I and like you said i love the diversity in her show as well and just in all of her, the things that she does she makes sure that everything is you know, diversified yeah. and includes all ranges of skin tones, body types, which is beautiful. Um, and she pro black as hell. So. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Always, always. <laughs> I don't fuck with. I mean, I, I, I definitely. Um, I can't sit in line and say I probably purchase anything, just because um, lingerie isn't really my thing, um, and all that jazz. But I definitely uh, appreciate the show. I like the show. Yeah. Um, but, so, of course, it's fashion week. So, what's fashion week without some controversy? Uh, rumors that Marc Jacobs held his um, his show because he felt upset because she took his slot. Because he was supposed to close fashion week. And then they pushed him forward so that Rihanna can close fashion week. What do you think about that? Um, I mean... From the crowd that was left, it's like you can push all the hell you want to push. People still get out of there, you know, in time to see Rihanna's show, which it's like, bro, you're Mark Jacobs. You've made your name. You have your base. You have your clientele. This is a new and upcoming brand. Let it rock. Like, I mean. So here's my take. It's fashion. So because a lot of people were upset about it, but I was just like. If you only knew kind of the behind the scenes of how catty designers are in fashion. And I kind of felt him. He feels like he is, like, as you, all the things that you said about him is probably the reason that he felt like 
fuck that i'm <laughs> holding my show because yeah. i should have been closing fashion week so i mean like uh, on that end i get it i understand i feel you but on the other side i also kind of see where you're coming from as far as uh i mean love rihanna have a moment they chose her don't be petty mm-hmm. about it but and you're not gonna get it every year yeah like, exactly come on now and that's what i guess people were having an issue with like are you doing this because she was a black woman and you felt like you know she came in and took your spot or is it because she's a new brand and it's like you embarrass yourself because people left your show instead of saying okay let me make sure you know i put on a good show where people want to come back and i can get my spot back next year they showed like a you know a scene of the crowd and your show was like bare because well, people were leaving yeah. to make it to Rihanna's show. And it's like, why did you do that? When people still left, yeah. you probably had your loyals there that stayed or something like but that. That's but that's the cattiness of the, the fashion yeah. world. That's the reason I mean, we that's yeah. the reason we love <laughs> the fashion world because we love the yeah, the behind the scene kind of fights yeah. for uh with the designers and all that jazz. So I mean that's the reason mm-hmm. I used to love watching Project Runway. <laughs> and even Kamora, um, her show that she had, her reality show, it showed like a lot of insides of like how it worked. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, even with designers, because most of them are divas, yeah. male or female, mm-hmm. um, they feel like they've earned their spot. So it's, I mean, yeah. I definitely get it. You feel you earn your spot, but at the same time, don't embarrass your goddamn self. Yeah. And think you get that much pull. You know what I'm saying? Because Rihanna came yeah. in and rocked the makeup world. Like people That's thought true. they had pull. It's like You mean I got my shade? Maybe twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so. true. It's true. She definitely did her thing with that makeup giant. Yeah. Like it was it's incredibly diverse on all ends yeah. of the spectrum. So you gotta give her that for sure. Um aside from that, uh we can leave finally leave fashion new york fashion week anyway mm. behind because we're getting ready to head into the other fashion weeks the european versions of them so i wonder who's gonna get these invites huh. we're gonna see. <laughs> gonna see. we shall see we already know Nicki minaj is gonna be um because she's in milan now and <laughs> italy now so we'll, we already know she'll be in in the europe world so yeah, we'll see just twerking at the club but okay <laughs> <You're so funny. laughs> <laughs> we're the worst on this show <laughs> yeah. um but anywho um i don't want to get into like um the serious serious stuff yet, the heavy stuff so let's stay a little bit light and let's jump into cat williams um so I didn't watch all of it. I now I did watch part of the interview. I don't. I know you're a comedian, and some things you take a you know you rear back is funny. He was very defensive to me. He was, but I will say that I didn't like. Um, as far as the 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 woman host, I feel like. My, I think that, I guess my issue that I took with it was, is that she kind of stuck her foot in her mouth a little bit. She kind of stuck her toe in there and it was like, you're going to go toe to toe with the comedian. And then when you realize that uh, this is not going the way (laughs) that I want, then you start going to the, 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 the stuff that I hate when people go to like the homophobic, 
Yeah. Uh, look at your hair or uh, you was in prison ha 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 you know what I'm saying yeah. like those type that shit's not funny to me it's corny and I feel like that's where his, his defense mechanism really kind of kicked in when she was like plying the home of you know the gay stuff and all that stuff like that and I feel like that's when he just kind of turned that nice like okay <laughs> now, now it's gonna get yeah. uh, but I mean it's hard with Kat because I feel like the reason she kind of went there to begin with is because she was trying to defend Tiffany Haddish. And uh so I think maybe that's where I don't that's hard. Yeah. That whole that whole interview to me yeah. with it on both sides was cringeworthy. So I mean uh, definitely cuz I'm like I felt like at a part when especially when she went with the hair it's like and you feel like you didn't read it. And I if I could read it and I only watched that small clip you in the room with him, so you should have definitely been able to read it. And she didn't do that. Like, she kept going. It's like, bro, just pull back, move on to something else, let it go. Um, And I feel with his comments with Tiffany Haddish, everybody has their own brand of humor. I personally don't find her hilarious. She was good in Girls Trip. Um, but she's not my favorite. Or she, she, it's not anything like if she came to, you know, local town or something like, oh, I want to go see her. I wouldn't. However, I don't knock her success. Anybody that's getting coins, getting paper, do you boo boo? Like, and just being honest, like before Cat Williams, like before Friday, we didn't really know that you existed. And I think she got her same thing. So give her time. Like, we're just now seeing a lot of her specials come out. Is she still funny? Probably not. But somebody thinks she's funny because they give her money to perform, whether it's corny as fuck, I, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's kind of where I kind of stand on the whole thing. I just hate that people get in their feelings so much with when it comes to comedians, because in all honesty, that's I think that's why a lot of comedians shy away from even doing interviews or anything like that, because their natural instinct is to just kind of go at people yeah. including you know especially people in their industry because they feel like those are people who can take it and take jokes and stuff like that and i think that some of of what he was going for in that was trying to pull other comedians you know what i mean yeah. whatever whenever he does it because i've seen other co- comedians do the same thing um but with his comments like i said i see how why people were upset <laughs> Because they feel like, why you got to tear down, you know, other up and comings and woo 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 But, I mean, he also had some valid points in some of the things that he said as well. And I feel like because people get so in their feelings about things, they miss things too. You know what I mean? They hear what they, basically we hear what we want to hear. So I feel like, you know, people miss some of the things that he was trying to get across. Because I think that in all honesty, his his talk on tiffany haddish more was more so in trying to defend monique you know what i mean yeah. like try trying to say There's how y'all block <laughs> but you know he they're close friends you, everybody knows him and monique are close and so he was trying to be like well how y'all going down my sister and blackball her woo woo but then y'all uplift tiffany Haddish, blah, blah blah you know what i mean i feel like that's kind of where mm-hmm. that came from as well and I feel like, like I said, we just missed some gems. Cause I mean, he talked about how, you know, he owns 
all of his, you know what I mean? He does, he doesn't have any partners or backing or anything like that. He pays everything out of his pockets. He owns all of his specials. All that money comes to him, which I mean is a gem. I think okay. that as a creative, that's what creatives need to hear, right? Because a lot of the time they give, they give yeah. money away. You know what I mean? And, 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 and so I, I think as a creative, it was, I guess for me anyway, as a creative, I was like, hmm, you make sense, sir. You make sense. <laughs> and, and that's the part, like you said, that people miss, but, and that's the reason why, like, sometimes when you say stuff, you got to think about, mm-hmm. okay, what part of the message do I want to be bigger? Because like, we know people, they're going to take, oh, damn, he was hating first yep. before he even see, okay, why? Which I feel like at this point, there's no defense for Monique, especially after the whole Roseanne thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And even... You know, with her saying, okay, why was she blackballed? You know, she was blackballed. She wasn't blackballed technically by white media. She was blackballed by the Queen Lee Daniels himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, and it's I wish like, people, and I wish people, more people would take that shit up with Lee Daniels. Right. And not <laughs> saying, yeah. you know, the white media has their own slew. Like, you can throw daggers at them all day. But when it they comes to that, mm-hmm. that was Lee Daniels doing that to Monique, not, you know, Netflix or anything like that. And, you know, yeah, she has all these accolades, but Tiffany is also on now. She's not, may not be on in 10 years. So she has to ride her wave, yep. get her money while she can get her yep. money. And for you to come in and be like, oh, I don't find her funny. That's fine. But you don't have to drag her. Agreed. Agreed. And that's, you know and that's also, I think that, that for different people, uh, that, that's my issue too with people is I feel like they, they can't just, they can't take other people's opinions. Because literally that was his opinion. And I, and, and here's my thing with Tiffany Haddish. And I think that's why, um, it doesn't, I don't see it the same way. I don't look at Tiffany and, and maybe this is just a me thing, but I don't look at her as in the same light as like the, like I wouldn't, like when you, when we think about the Queens of Comedy and the Kings yeah. of Comedy show, I don't look at, I wouldn't say, oh, I could put Tiffany Haddish Definitely like sub her like, into, like, like that. Kevin mm-hmm. Harden, Kings of Company. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't see them as, like, comedy, you know what I mean? Like, stand on the stage type yeah. comedy people. Like, I don't see them as doing stand-up. They remind me more of comedic actors and actresses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, they're the ones you put in movies and blah, 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 TV shows, yada, yada. I don't really see them as the, the stand-up comics. And that's okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's my issue with Kat right there is I feel like Kat needs to kind of... And I feel like maybe a lot of comedians, y'all need to separate and understand that there are people who are just, who naturally on like TV and film, they're funny and they yeah. pop and they also are good actors and actresses. Like they can deliver lines and things of that nature in a funny way. And so yeah. that's why they get put in these movies. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what happens with Kevin Hart. That's why yeah. he gets put in movies and stuff like that because he has the ability to, you know, follow a yeah. script and perform on a script and stay on a script you know what i mean so and that's why he was cast for friday that's why i didn't understand the reason why he didn't get it i guess it's like you have played in movies because you're funny like it's not necessarily like they may probably make you into an actor but it was because you were funny like yeah. okay he's funny let's roll with it i'm like Cause, oh my gosh, I can't think of the movie now. Him with Tracy, uh, was it last Sunday, first Sunday? Yeah, first Sunday. Yeah. It wasn't the best movie. It was because it was, it was funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I mean, 
Yeah. I'm just, and I'm really kind of over me and bashing women. And I know, like, it's the whole, like, sector of, like, I'm just over it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like, though, I feel like he really probably wanted to go more at Kevin Hart. Because I don't know what the fuck it is with him and Kevin Hart. But he can't stand Kevin Hart ass. Like, he love people. So, exactly. I feel like it's like the little man syndrome, man. <laughs> Like all them little men. She like always Mike Epps wanted him, but him and Mike Epps like can't and Mike Epps cool. But. Yeah. So maybe I don't yeah. listen. All the men co- comedian, <laughs> uh, com- uh, all the men comedians seem to just be going through some things right now. <laughs> maybe y'all need to do like a little devolve and smoke some more weed so y'all listen. can be living y'all best life. Ask Drake and Meek what they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so shit. <laughs> so y'all can squash it. Okay. Let's move on from. Oh, mm-hmm. let's move on from that craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, what other hot tops you got this week? Um, I think I think that's all of the fun stuff, right? Yeah, serious <laughs> stuff now. So the whole Rose McGowan and Asia Argentina is it Argato? Yeah, Argata. Yeah, whatever, something like that. So. It's supposed to be like she put this whole thing out. If you don't retract your words, I'm going to sue you um, because it was defamation of character, whatever. My point is, sweetheart, there was a whole photo of you in the bed with a 17-year-old boy. You're wrong. Basically. <laughs> um, because if, even if we were, like, I don't like doing that if we reverse the whole thing because it's like, it's wrong in its own self. You should not have to bring men into it to say if it was a man doing it. It's wrong. Like, you're a grown woman in a bed with a child. He said you had relations with him. You're gross. And you paid him to be quiet. Shawty, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you don't, you don't own right. it. You shouldn't even have a space in the Me Too right. movement because, bitch, you are <laughs> part of the problem. <laughs> if, first of all, y'all hijacked the whole movement that you should have left the fuck alone because Preach. you're trash. Um, that's number one. Number two is, okay, at this point, Rose McGowan is quote unquote the face of the Me Too movement. Y'all are close together. She has to disassociate herself from you to say, okay, these actions I find are disgusting or whatever, because you did them. So, yeah, I, I will be looking for her too to say something and not hold you up in your bullshit because that makes you, um, just like all the people that you've pers- persecuted. Harvey Wednesday, it makes you Bill Cosby, it makes you all of these people. So you're just as disgusting. Just because you're a female, you do not get a pass in this. Absolutely. Not one. And he's underage. Like, how gross. Gross. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. The whole, uh, the whole thing just. You should have left it in the hands of the person that it was with. Basically. Um, so. Speaking, I guess, staying kind of in that realm of grossness, um, the Supreme Court nominee, Judge Kavanaugh, 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 yeah, he is now being accused of is it sexual harassment. I think it like, was sexual. Was it assault or harassment? Yeah. It was. It's in that gross yeah. vicinity. Either way, it yeah. goes. So, um, the nomination, obviously the White House is trying to push, say, go ahead and vote, push it through, push it through. But a lot of the, the, since the allegations have come out, a lot of the senators and 
all that are saying, yeah, I don't feel comfortable voting on this until we have mm-hmm. some type of hearing, hear these accusations out, see whatever kind of proof there is. Because obviously, if, if this man is accused of, you know, has partaken in any type of thing like that, he should not in any shape or form sit on the highest court. In, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in the United States. Like, that's bananas to even think personally i think even with the accusation he shouldn't be he shouldn't even there's too many judges in this world right i mean in the united states to even up you got it sorry sir (laughs) we it don't even matter we can't i understand even if you can prove it you know what i'm saying this is the highest court in the land right nope (laughs) it's crazy now the way that we're in like the i guess the climate that we're in it's like you remember and I'm not going to say remember because we haven't seen that many Supreme Court justices be nominated or elected in our time. But it's like you had to be blemish free. Like it, it's almost like they ran a four background checks before you were even, you know, put forth in front of the Senate. And then if something came up where it was like the slightest thing, like, oh, you stole gum in the fifth grade. Like, no, you know, and it stopped right there. And it's like now it's no stops. It's like. Oh, well, let, let's hear it out. The fact that there's even a thing out there and they're like doctor notes or something like that. That's an issue. It's exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? I'm like, no. And I'm like, this person, I'm like, y'all are so, you know, trying to overturn so many things, especially Roe versus Wade. Um, which, I mean, listen. <sighs> I just don't get why you are part of my body or whatever. Um, and the fact that he just incompetent, even as a judge sitting there, like listening to the hearing, it's like, how do you not understand these questions? Like they're very straightforward. If, and especially for you to be a judge. How exactly. You, like, it's just, it's just a lot of, of like red flags and just yeah. ickiness with him that I'm just like, nope. There's too, like I said, there's too many judges yeah. out here for consideration that like that even with any type of anything, I just feel like nope. And I'm like, you pick can somebody a conservative else. Conservative judge and still have some better exactly. candidate than him. Like, exactly. It, it's he it's don't horrible. have to be the choice. Pick right. somebody else. It's a no for me. Cause like I, cause I just felt like the the accusation for, was the last kind of. The straw. The straw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, like so, cause a lot of people say, well, it, what if it's false and you're proved, you know, you're, um, innocent until proven guilty. Nope. Not when it comes to that. Not when it's for, not when it's for, like I said, you're, you're going to be sitting in the highest court in the land. Judgments. Giving judgments on some of the biggest and most profound cases in this country. It was that precedent. Exactly. To come after, and I don't think people understand that it's like, oh, he's innocent. But even when you see things that happen in just a normal courtroom, circuit court, mm-hmm. um, if you have like a slight, like partiality to it or whatever, you have to recuse re- yourself and say, you know what, I can't be fair towards you know this ruling or this case. Let me step down. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how is, you know, his background, given his background, he, how is he going to be fair? Mm. Exactly. So I, it's just, I'm like, craziness. 
And I just really feel like this is common time now that we're seeing really the effects of white privilege and skirting through society and not doing what you're supposed to do because you have people like Betty DeVos that you put up and don't know certain acts and you're supposed to be over education what have you done before you get here uh, when you got a supreme court judge that can't disseminate you know a two or three part question like that's a lot when you have they're literally giving you a hundred page document saying here's our judgment how is he gonna contribute to that and he can't pull apart listen <laughs> listen like either you lying or you dumb basically and both of them are fucked that's up. a problem <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh. oh so speaking of the justice system and the failures of our justice system george zimmerman's ass out here still mm. being the disgusting human being that he is Wearing Confederate flag t-shirts and sitting behind Confederate flags and signing Skittle packages. How disgusting of a person do you have to be to be out here signing fucking Skittle packages? Like, but for you to receive that, like, and and that's exactly so that makes like that fucks me up too because that's like (sighs) on one, it's like, you're obviously you're relishing in the fact that you took someone's child from them you killed someone's son you're relishing and living in that but the to be like you said the person on the other end who find i, I don't even under I, who finds humor in it i guess i don't like that it's disgusting um and i've said it before how i feel about trayvon martin that was like my wake-up moment um i have still not even watched his documentary because i just i can't take it um but just to see that it every time i see him there is a pit of rage that just like ignites and it's like (sighs) i can't even say it but (sighs) i hate him like there are very few people on this earth that and he is definitely one of those people that I hate because like how callous can you be even if hypothetically of course and this is very hypothetical because we know this is, did not happen even if Trayvon Martin attacked you even if you had to pull your weapon you killed him why would you even be celebratory in that why would you even be happy that that's something that you had to do whether it was and Furthermore, it was a child. Yeah, exactly. And think about like th- to me that 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 the mind state is crazy because, like you said, like think about like all the police officers and you know people who are you know mil- even yeah. the military people who who after you know they know that's part of their duty. Like there, there's tons of like if you sit and talk to a soldier, yeah. there are tons of soldiers who they understand. They'll say, I mean, it's a part of my job. It's a part of my duty, but it still affects them to have to take a life. And it sits there and it sits with, with them, them a long time. They can't sleep. Yeah. This person, obviously. And th- and their father lets me know, like, you set out to kill this child. Thank you. And they let you go with it. Exactly. Like, I wonder, because, like, they used to have on CNN, like, they used to have the guy who defended him, the, the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, He used to do, like, you know how they always have, like, attorneys kind of yeah. sit in and talk about stuff. He used to do um do specials like i just wonder like 
when like the attorney, like the people who are on the jury, like all that stuff, like when they see the the mm. the stuff in the media, him c- constantly being arrested for all kind of violent acts, shit like the you know him signing skittle pack, like when they see stuff like that, I wonder if like it eats at them. And I you hope it me? does. I hope there's not a night that you rest. Like I hope you are up all night. And I hope it eats away at your core, your soul, because people are like, well, the instructions, but first of all, just going, it was badly prosecuted, first of all. Like, that was number yeah. one. The prosecutors um, themselves, to me, did a shitty did a shit. Ass, yeah, like, like they were playing into right. I'm the defense. Do the least that I can, you know, do the least to say I did my job, and then that's that. Um, and then... The instructions, you know, for the jury or whatever. I'm like, fuck all it. I'm like, at the end of the day, they were like, well, we didn't know who voice it was. The fact that you left off your, your sanctuary, your safety, and you put yourself at risk and then you want to get that right there is murder. Murder. Every day of the week. I'm like, you cannot leave your safe place. Put yourself in danger, and then you want to shoot somebody because you got your ass whooped. Exactly. Disregard the nine one one call. We all heard you. Dis the nine one one call. Said no, don't go. Stay put. We sending somebody. You disregarded. So how is that stand? That stand your ground right there. That should have been thrown Thrown out. out. Like you can't say that you were standing your ground because you left safety. He did not come and kick in your door. You left your safe place. To engage, and you're a fucking, not even a security guard, you're a neighborhood watch. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Like, they disassociated themselves from you very quick, like, no. It ain't enough. It's just neighborhood watch. And this is why, like, you want a security guard, you nothing. And even with a security guard, no. So, like, you literally, you went out there to either beat him, but you were getting your ass whooped, so you figured out, I'm going to kill him. And that's exactly what you did. And now you've been a disgusting person that you are. You're signing Skittle packets. And then for you to actually have that in your possession. Where the fuck are you going to put this in? I hope you like. Trash. That just shows you the, the underbelly of America that feels like a Skittle packet from a murderer that signed is memorabilia and uh, like a keepsake. What the fuck? Exactly. How? Like. It's crazy. Like I don't know. Like when I saw that, I just was like, <sighs> like I don't even understand. You know, you hate to say, it, but you be like, God damn, all the shit that we got. You know, all the shooters we got out here in these right. streets. Right? Can't nobody kill him. <laughs> can't like, nobody kill him. Serious. Like, God damn, everybody on the block swear they a shooter. Ain't nobody. Can't nobody touch. Come on, man. It's crazy. And even for all you white motherfuckers that want to be down. <laughs> You can go into that motherfucking skin right on through. Do you, boo-boo? You hood? Take one for the team. <laughs> you want your color, like you want your flag, you want to be all on black or whatever, or all of this. You want, you want your cookout invite. There you go. Yeah, it is. Still ain't getting one, but there you go. <laughs> Preach, we still ain't giving them bitches out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I might wrap you up a plate, but that's about it. Maybe. Oh. I think about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, what's <laughs> Oh, we'll give you the nasty auntie. Right. You made the nasty cake or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Got too much mustard in the potato salad. Put that. 
Uh, uh, in more disgusting news, um, the shooting in Dallas. Yes. We touched on it last week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, more details, as we were, as we stated, is starting to come out. And, I mean, it was clear from the beginning the way her story was changing that she was lying yeah. and trying to save face. But now, you know, uh, so far, they say, what, six witnesses six yep. who lived in the building have come forward and said, yeah, sorry, sis, we heard you in the hallway banging on this man's door. So, clearly, your story about the door being unlocked and open is false and a lie. You shot this man. Period. Point blank. There's nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, and I don't even, I don't even understand how it's a manslaughter charge. You know what I mean? Because they I said it was room. I'm gonna be optimistic. Um, not too optimistic because this is America's justice system. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always room for it to be upgraded. Um, which I think with the witnesses coming forth at this point, at least at the at the most, I would say, of course, first degree murder. Because if you went there with a gun to confront somebody, you knew. But second degree Sec- is definitely I think, isn't that um the one the the one who did the Jordan Davis killing the um the loud music the guy who shot the loud music about, didn't right. he get didn't he get second degree he got because I know he got like ten to twenty yeah for like second degree I think yeah. So if that's the case, then I mean, I could, I can, I at least I get some type of like, exactly. I'm not gonna say it was premature. She could have definitely got more heated and deranged than she fucking was. Yeah. Um, about noise It's like, bitch, if you don't go to the and no, I meant bitch. Um, <laughs> if you don't go and complain to the apartment people, thank you. Go to uh, complain to the apartment manager. Leave a damn message after hours, like, "Hey, I'm listening to his music." Well, not only that, much. do what other white people do and call just the police. Call the <laughs> just call the right. police. Do what you do. Call the police. Yeah. In in normal fashion, you could have called your people, be like, "Hey, it's noise over here." Whatever. That's understandable, but I'm like, and then a lot of times I'm like, we don't know, especially when we stay in these buildings, we don't know. His music could have been very low, but your cheap ass apartments that charge you high as rent, you could just hear every it fucking thing. Ass walls, exactly. But, um, so that's what it. They said it was all for is noise complaint, which we've seen before. Black people have been killed for loud music, so this would not be an exception to the rule. This is just her trying to play on. Oh, you know, I I went to the wrong apartment. First of all, who the fuck made that defense for you? That's what I said too. Like, I'm just, and but you was yelling. Like, like, did you just move there like two days ago? Or did you think that people were going to be like, oh, she's the cop, she's white, she's the woman? No, fuck that. Then, no, no. At some point, you know, what I'm saying like, I would even me being, I would feel like, you know what, this is fucked up, and this could definitely be me next time. So even if they were like, you know, oh, it's messed up. She's you know a cop or whatever the fact that it could be me the next time i'm snitching on you bro preach <laughs> uh, absolutely and then the search warrant oh child when i read that when i tell you i was heated i because i girl like i was like what you did a search warrant on his apartment and then they gonna release it like we found marijuana bitch so is that then i was like huh what this don't make no sense he he got shot 
Do y'all know that? Like, he but was the one who was shot. But you didn't even search her. She vacated the premises Shit, without listen. her search warrant. That's who should have had yeah, it. Exactly. Because I'm like, right now, you search my house, I got a TKO pack. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. <laughs> you're not finna. And when I read them, I'm like, what that got so? to do with her, her shooting him? <laughs> like, what is it? I'm like, first of all, he could have had a whole, like a whole meth plant back there brewing. That ain't got nothing to do do with nothing. They had nothing to do with her shooting him. Nothing. Just the defense that they would come up with with some of these people. And now, like, even with that, it's like so. Was she acting in a police capacity? Because if she was, then that means she was police, and that means I hope his family super fuck out of y'all police Police department. Preach. So, which one was she? Which one y'all want? Because we gonna do. Because we going for both. That's the reason why they came out. No, no, this is a civilian matter. Because it's like, okay, yeah. So if you want to play this whole, oh, it was weed in the so why, why, what was it necessary to release? Why was it necessary for you to release that? We don't give a fuck. Exactly. And even if she saw the weed, so was she a police officer then? I mean, even it's still going to be wrong, but was she, I just want to know. <laughs> was she a police officer? So, because we can get that lawsuit ready. Exactly. Like, give him justice. So I'm like, it, it, it's <sighs> just a lot. It's yeah. just a whole, whole lot. Ugh. And there was another guy, I forgot his name, God, and I feel so horrible about this. Um, he was killed actually in, um, another part of Texas this past week, unarmed young black male as well. So, yeah. <sighs> I'm telling you, like, these stories is just too many. Too, too, too many. Like, I'm just over it. Tired of hearing it. Like, I just, it's sad, too, when you just want to, like, you just become so numb to stuff. And it's just like, (sighs) when will shit change? Like, I just want to see some change. (sighs) Probably ain't going to happen in my lifetime, though. But. When it start moving, because one thing about it, and I'm like, you know, even talking to white people and they try to take up for police officers, it's like, you understand the power that you're yielding them over black people because you want to keep black people under control and you feel like they're the worst of society. That's going to eventually run over into your community. It's going to be your child. <laughs> mm. Well, well, mm. That's all we can say. My mama always says that, um, you know, cause the, the problem that they face in their community is, is gun control. My mama always said if they want gun control, just have a bunch of black folks take a, make a gun class <laughs> and start getting some, <laughs> license. Start getting some like, license. Uh, what, 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 what are we doing? Like, uh, she said, that gun control law changed right. real quick. Girl, they be like, well, you can't have a gun. It'll be like voting. Yep. How many soap, <laughs> in the bar soap? You know, like, so I don't do all kind of literacy tests, all this, that, and other, just to try to, to do whatever they can to try to, what is the, 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 um, the ID, um, in our state, we have the, the voter ID law, but they, there's so many, like, um, you know, ways that they can take your ID for some of the dumbest shit possible and we all know it's just to be tied to right. the fact that you're trying to keep people from voting it's like like i would they said if you get so many 
was it parking tickets or, or library um, fines or yeah, library them. fines yeah. they could take your i don't fucking kidding me like yeah okay. like you could take my whole driver's license for library <laughs> fines bro we see you <laughs> we know what Glad that's about here. like we see you <laughs> it, that's uh, the foolishness and even about gun control like i mean going off on a tangent when they were like oh this is for the government i never understood that i'm like i can see maybe in you know the 1780s you having a gun but i'm like the sophistication of the government and the military now you think they're gonna wait for you to go get your gun from out the back they'll probably smash your whole block while you in there trying to load them exactly Exactly. come on now i'm like i can see you protecting your home but against the government that one you ain't gonna win that one (laughs) you're not winning that fight okay you bring in a small gun to a tank fight (laughs) 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 they leveled your whole street you still in there trying to put elbow like child we we both <laughs> like seriously like the military has capability to like hit a button and probably be take out the miles, house like, miles away from your house and you talking about let me go back here and get a gun you think they gonna send st- storm troopers <laughs> to come get you Foolishness, no. man. Foolishness. And even if they did, you would not have enough ammo because it just ain't gonna be one. And you just, I just, I mean, they, they train for that. Y'all not finna win. Y'all not winning this fight at all. <laughs> People been on a whole war and some dirt, and you think you have a whole blueprint to the house. You think you think your uh your time on what is that little video get Call of Duty? <laughs> 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 you think that's a fight? <laughs> That's three. You ready to go? But no. Oh man, Fortnite is not gonna get you out. Exactly. The government. (laughs) That is so weird to me. I'm like, I don't know. That's always been weird to me. I thought I'm like, I can see when the Constitution was raised up because you literally had two governments fighting each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and they all had the same type of weaponry. Um. You know what I'm saying? It was so, an even it was, playing field. Right. And it was very basic. But I'm like, now it's like it's too uh, sophisticated. We got even if you got modifiers. Like, we not winning that battle. Even if you modified your weapons, like, oh, it's gonna go off like you think the government don't already have like fifty of them ready for one I don't know. I just want somebody to answer that question like <laughs> What's you gonna do when the government come? You think they gonna realize just come to your house and take your family? No, they don't even want your family. Like they. Mm. Okay, uh, I'm done. <laughs> oh, anywho, um, you got anything? Any other hot talks this week? Oh, I did see where the Vontae Davis do. <laughs> Listen, when I say that was the stunt of the year, like I wanted to do that at work today. Just leave <laughs> lunchtime. Be like, um. Uh, I'm gonna release my statement, <laughs> <laughs> and I could knock him for that because you know people like even his teammate was like, "Well, he's a team blah." I'm like, so when he if he were to get like traded, y'all gonna tell him he can trade it before the like you know what I'm saying? Like he don't really owe y'all shit other than to get out there and be the best player that he can be. But I'm like at the same point, he wasn't. And he told you he wasn't the best player. He had um a career ending injury last year so like i understand i mean like, i think i want to get the best years out yeah. of my life when i when i saw that i was like people think that coming to the the like football players that all them coming to the decision to retire is like 
an easy decision. Yeah. More than likely, he had he after his injury, he really sat down and was already thinking about it, talking about it. Woo woo woo. And people act like like we're barely what two three. I don't know. I haven't. I watch the NFL, you know, because I'm boycotting. But I think we're like two or three weeks into the season. So we're not even that far into the season. So more than likely it was eating at him and eating at him. So finally he was just like, you know what? Okay. I don't need to Somebody else can get that spot that really wants to play. And, you know, you move on from there. But I'm like just for, you know, people to get on there, especially his teammates. It's like, well, he should have said something to us. And you would have tried to try to talk him out of, we need you. He knew what he was doing. Like, and he wants to be around for his family. And you see so many football players, they leave when they banged up, don't have the best quality of life. And he's been playing football for a long time because if he's been playing, you know, pro 10 season, imagine high school. Exactly. Pee wee Ollie. Like, it's time. Yeah, exactly. Let him, let him do what he need to do. I ain't mad at him. But that was that was a golden move, though. Exactly, <laughs> boss move. <laughs> Not only that, and then he played for the Browns. Shit, <laughs> right, I'm like, I mean, what? y'all lucky he even played the first half. What? My ass would have walked. What my ass would have walked. I'm not gonna waste this look, look, I would have came out to look. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Fuck it. I'm good. <laughs> right now. Uh, but anyway, um, that's all I got. That's, That's all you I got? Yep. Alright, let's do relationships. Let's do relationships. I only have one question today. Uh, um, and my question is, how long do you wait before deciding to sit down with your partner and have the let's be exclusive talk? So, like, what's your timetable looking uh, like? I don't... I want to say there's no timetable, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I will probably say, I don't know. I, I guess probably like after like three months or so, probably like, okay, well, you know, this is, I guess you can say a relationship checkup, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, where are we going? Where do you see this going? Um, and if we're not exclusive, like, I, yeah, probably about I would say the longest is three months because especially if I'm really like actively dating, you probably don't have that long um, because I'm dating more than one person. So it's like, you know, I'm pretty amazing. So <laughs> I'm, I'm scooped up really quick. Like you normally don't get like three or four dates, like fifth date, you know, like, hey, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just me and you in this thing together, right? Mm-hmm. So I would probably say probably about three months would be my longest time period. Mm-hmm. It's so long. That's a long ass time. <laughs> listen, listen. I am a um. I couldn't get. I couldn't even give it three months, man. I'm such a like a. Come on, come on go. with it. Let's we 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 because because I just don't. I just I'm such like a a you know about life and living and I don't have to listen. I don't want to sit and just fiddle faddle my thumbs and spend time and give time yeah. you know to something that's not even worthwhile if you don't want to be exclusive man listen let drop me a line extra early and be like, <laughs> i don't even care if you feel like after the the second day you you ain't about it drop me a line within the okay cool we cool i ain't even oh you want you want to stay in the rotation until i get exclusive with someone i'll consider it i'll yeah. consider it. i might let you stay in the rotation but just know 
if you if you don't if after this conversation you don't hear nothing else from me <laughs> it was a good two weeks old how <laughs> <laughs> you say two no. weeks <laughs> so quick no, no, I'm, I'm just saying like oh whatever but it, no i'm not playing no i'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> i still need my freedom no. listen two three <laughs> listen i'm i don't i don't know i mean i i think mm. for me maybe four weeks because that's a yeah. month so maybe a month a month that's in because like i can because i can i can pretty much weed out a person like if i'm gonna yeah. be serious about you or not pretty quickly so four weeks is to me a good enough time for you to have figured it out if i didn't yeah. figured it out already which i guess isn't fair but i don't give a <laughs> shit <laughs> if i didn't figure right. it out i, I need your ass yeah. to figure this out but the crazy thing about it is now that i really like think about i never like just dated someone for three months <laughs> though <laughs> so y'all don't listen to me and be like oh give him three months don't listen to me because when i've actually actively dated and put myself out there to date um it was never three months i don't know where the fuck i get three months from but that's what i'm thinking it, felt, it probably felt like a good yeah like generic a, number like that's a good, a good three months so don't listen to me but listen to me <laughs> so yeah don't wait i don't know like this i just feel like this is a good time like i said when i was actively dating normally probably like about three or four dates at the most it's like hey so i'm really feeling you um i just wanted to be me and you and we should you know date or whatever um my ex-boyfriend i don't know maybe because he was different type it was like date one so uh, <laughs> this is gonna be me and you right i'm like i mean i guess <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. oh, he was quick with that right <laughs> all right you know sir saying? No, I'm, I, saying I'm amazing <laughs> i guess we could do this i mean we only did one on one date uh, but <laughs> like that's a lot of pressure sir <laughs> but yeah oh but yeah I, I definitely, because at the end of the day, I feel like after a month, like if we, if, you know, even if you're like, you say that you're down and then like for you, the timetable's a little longer and maybe like, okay, you feel like after a month, like, okay, I'm, I'm with you. I want to try this exclusive thing. And then we get into it. As long as you're upfront, honest, and then like maybe like, you know, if you get two weeks or three weeks after that, four weeks after, you know, yeah. into that. And you're like, you know what? Try this. And I ain't, nah, this ain't what I want. Yeah. I, I, then I'm, then cool, tell me again. Just let me know. <laughs> so I can throw them deuces. And I can go ahead and go, go back on the prowl. Like, hey, boo. <laughs> and even it. though we're so disconnected, well, you know, as far as us having our phones always, and it makes it easier, um, I guess, to hook up. Um, but it also makes it easier for, I guess, the feel of the relationship because you do have, so many opportunities to interact with each other if you're on social media together um you know facetiming and all that so you have all of these mediums that you can communicate with each other where you get a greater feel where it may not take long as it maybe took our parents or you know us when we were you know younger back in the day but um yeah so i don't yeah don't listen to me I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't listen, Melissa. Like, okay. Don't like, listen, Melissa. You know what I'm saying? Like, just feel the flow, though, for real. Exactly. Like, and always be, you know, upfront about your expectations. Communicate what you want. So even if you feel like, okay, I'm feeling this person, I want to be exclusive, and go to them and say, like, hey, you know, this is what I'm feeling about you. This is what I want at this point. 
and, you know, talk through it and see where that person is. So always, there's nothing wrong with a relationship checkup. Yeah. I agree. Fully agree. What's next? Uh, So, I think I'll do, we can say the Instagram one. I think that's just like a fun question. We should have dated Hot Topics, but anyway. So, I think this is a loaded one. It's probably going to take up a lot of time. Um, so on social media, this has been going around, like it's making, I guess, like another round on social media. Um, so it is, I saw a tweet that says, I think it's better when the guy loves the girl more. That's cool. That always so. gives me the eye twitch. <laughs> Every- I will let you go. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it gives the eye twitch. So like the first time I really like heard that and like, I saw a lot of people jumping behind it was when Rihanna talked about it. Cause Rihanna said that her grandma told her, you know, always have a man who, you know, loves you more than you love him. That whole thing. So, I mean, I, I try to understand where people are coming from and I try to, to get it, I guess. Yeah. But every time I try to understand and get it, I always come back to the like, but why? Like, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Cause I'm just like, how as somebody who you say you want to be 50 50 in a relationship with, with somebody, you say you want to be equal, you say you want this and want that, you know what I mean? With your partner, how can you have a partnership if there, it's, if it's not equal? Like, how are you partners then? You know what I mean? Why yeah. would you want somebody to, you would want to, that to, you know, th- there to be an equal state out. Oh, it just, I just, ugh, it just <laughs> I'm telling you, it gives me an eye twitch every time because I'm just like, it doesn't, it doesn't compute or click in my head. Like, I don't understand the idea of, of why you would feel like or say that you need a man to love you more than you love him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it, like I said, I just don't have that capacity in me to, to get it or even just in my makeup. You know what yeah. I mean? To, to, to make that equation equal right to me. So. <laughs> what about you um so personally my grandma great grandma aunties i've never heard it before social media was the first time i ever heard it and every time like and i really honestly have sat and thought about it thought mulled over it like why would you say that and the reason why i say that and you know and i'm getting now like just seeing people comment on it and reaction to it even when you think about grandparents saying it or your grandmother saying it or somebody grandmother, because I don't think anyone of our grandmother said it. Um, nope. <laughs> it's rooted in insecurity, number one. And the reason why I say insecurity is because you're saying, okay, if that man loves you enough, he's not going to leave home. He's going to make sure and do whatever it is that, you know, makes you happy. Which I think if you are 100% invested, you're going to do that automatically. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm a hundred percent vested and I love you, your happiness is held at a very high regard to me. It's like my happiness than yours. So I'm going to make sure that you're, you're happy. I'm going to make sure that my love is not selfish. It is, you know, giving. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and you know, people are like, well, you know, men are givers and protectors and all of that. And I'm like, that's where the breakdown comes for me. Um, because I think with women and men, we are equal when it comes to love. 
protection. It's balanced though because it's different. Whereas a man, he was given physical strength to say, okay, I can provide protection. But when you think about it, women are analytical in a lot of areas. We see a lot of blind spots that men don't see and say like, look, this is what's happening, you know, and they don't see like, oh my gosh, this is, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I'm, you're protecting me physically. You have that duty, but I'm protecting you in a spiritual realm. I'm making sure that the home is taken care of. I'm making your doctor's appointments. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the things that I'm providing to you and it's an offset. So for you to say like, oh, I need for him to love me more. Every relationship that I've been in where he loved me more, which was two, it was suffocating. Um, it was hard. And I always felt like I wasn't doing enough because I knew I wasn't given a hundred percent because first of all, I wasn't required because he loved me more, quote unquote, than I loved him. He was more invested in a relationship. So I, I really think it's rooted in insecurity and people try to take these little, pull these little things from it. Well, this is what a man supposed to do. And even when I read about, okay, if a man loves you more, that's another thing. And I think that may be where we're coming from as women as well. When we think about it, we can't wrap our heads around it. When people give the explanation of, oh, well, if a man loves you more, he do this. And it's like, no, this is what I require from my man that loves me. <laughs> you know, like this is a requirement and this doesn't have anything. I don't consider it him loving me more. This is what I consider, uh, you know, my husband of being a loving man. Of being a protector, of being, a, you know, a counselor, a right, guidance, right. A husband, like a father. These are all the things that, you it's know, like, a manhood yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not him loving me more. It's like, this is just the man that he is. So, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, to me, I guess that's the analytical part of me, right? Because yeah. I, I, to me, I, I can't, you know, like, if yeah. you look at it like an equation, the equation should always be balanced and if it's not balanced then you know you're, yeah. you're gonna run into issues you know what i mean and i'm like even though like matter man matter can't be created or destroyed there's you know? sometimes you know there's a give and take i'm not gonna always be in a relationship you know 100 percent. there may be times where you have to give more but it's still a balance in the end because it's like okay i wasn't 100 percent here but at another time you wasn't 100 percent, and i had to compensate so that's why i still don't get it and people yeah. keep trying to it explain always, it to me and i'm like it don't make <laughs> sense it don't make sense like i said i i it just look at it. it as an equation man <laughs> if it's unbalanced then right shit ain't right <laughs> we gonna get an explosion you right. know what i'm saying like when you do the um chemical equations if your shit's unbalanced right something's gonna blow up <laughs> so yeah you hear people well i want him to be you know infatuated with me i'm like i can't mm -mm. be with a man that i don't feel like damn you know what i'm saying like exactly. i mean you don't want somebody to be to me i'm I, I don't want someone to be more infatuated with me than i am with them right. because that's borderline some stalker shit you know listen y'all listen. ever watch all them stalker movies and shit <laughs> like that's how them people be they like right. they be more infatuated and obsessed with the other person than they, yeah. the other person is with them and Nah, <laughs> I was watching this one show on Netflix called My Teacher, My Obsession, and like sis was like, Gone. she was like nuts because she, she was like a photographer. She was like taking pictures of him. He she befriended his daughter. She was mm -hmm. all up in his house, like trying to lay up in his. What sis was crazy. Listen, and then it finally got to the point where I guess she got jealous of the daughter because it 
the daughter was like well he cho- it's me i'm his daughter he loved me he chose me and so she went like she found the, the girl in like the high school hall when she was like there's only room for one of us and like stab the bitch in the oh. stomach and I was like, see that's the type of shit <laughs> <she was." laughs> with crazy <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, so y'all, and when people explain to me, I'm like, so when you see your husband, like, don't nothing come be like, damn, daddy. You know exactly. Mean? You don't be like, and I'll be like, fine. I don't call dudes daddy. I'm just saying, um, because it's gross. But <laughs> it is gross, especially when you have a daddy. Like, right, ooh, right. like if your daddy in your life, like, you be like, mm, I'm like, but this, I call this my daddy, me. and I call my daddy daddy. daddy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can say his name, but then I got to ex him. Can I say his name? <laughs> like my daddy? So I'm like, I can't do that. And I don't like when dudes call me baby girl. I know this is totally off, but my daddy called me baby girl. So I'm like, uh, don't call me that. <laughs> but I don't know. Like that whole thing, like I literally like been really trying to wrap my head around and like take off like my blinders and what I have stuck in yeah, my head to try to see sp- other yeah, people's like, side. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm listening and I'm hearing and I'm tr- understanding. But at the same time, well not at the same time after I, you know, ingested, digested, it's like, well, you know, I expect this from a man that I'm dating and still me being in, you know, in love with him 100% like me loving him equally because I don't know I don't mm. it just listen I just be completely honest with y'all it just don't compute with me right. <laughs> and you know people like well the bible says the man need, you know the husband mm. needs respect the woman you know needs love and I'm like no they both need both of them like how the fuck you just gonna respect like no nigga I respect the people that I don't know on the street, I say first of all, like to me, that kind of like fucks up the premise as well, because it's like you're supposed to respect everyone. So what sets your husband apart from that other than you boning him and you, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like it, mm. child. Listen, it don't compute with me, y'all. I'm just telling y'all now. So if y'all come at me with something, make mm-hmm. it make sense. That's the only thing. If you don't <laughs> come at me, make it make sense, and not like you can go biblical, or whatever. I know both. But just even in, you know, the realm that we're in now, it it doesn't make sense for you to say, okay, if a man loves you more, he's going to do blah, blah, blah. Like, or he's going to, you know, go out of his way to make sure you're happy. Because it's like, well, what are you expecting from a man that you're dating anyway? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that exactly. troubles me. It's like, I expect that anyway. And I, you know, want to give him that in return. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. It don't make sense. Like the more I talk about it now, I'm still having problems. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> Making it like because on the other side, I'm still trying to like argue with myself. Like, well, well it maybe. could be this. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be this, and it's like no, but because you know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> and it yeah. goes back to the things that we let kind of let men off with because we feel like they're so different and they are different and we are different to provide balance but a lot of times the the love we need it may be different but the volume is still the same I, right if i don't know if that makes sense no like per- perfect sense yeah so it's like he still needs to be full of love he still needs to leave home full of love and knowing that okay i have a loving wife at home 
Um, my wife respects me. She cares for me. She protects me in ways that I may not see all the way, you know, all the time, but I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So what makes, you know, what just hit me, <laughs> what just hit me, you know, what may drive that whole, that whole like thought process that people have with that whole quote, taking it back to episode number four. <laughs> Not knowing love languages or not understanding their love languages and not understanding that people love differently. So maybe, maybe to them, it's, they see it as their partner loving them more as opposed to you two just love differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think maybe that's what it stems from. Telling y'all, y'all really think everybody really (laughs) needs to understand and know their love languages because I really feel like maybe that's where the the breakdown stems from because oftentimes men and women do not show love the same way and oftentimes i've noticed too with some of the different partnerships i've seen or the just in my life um in general the partnerships that i have seen oftentimes the people you know the people who are drawn together they often don't share the same love language they often show love differently so yeah and i read this weekend um I know it was on Facebook that people how the easiest way for you to tell someone love language this was what it was about but it goes back to people reward you in their love language first because that's their Mm go-to and now that I think about it I'm like I do do that like hey you want to just hang out or blah 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 because that's my thing quality time is my thing um so I'm like I get that but just going I don't it really got, and especially when you hear, like when I hear grandparents, they did, our grandmothers basically ran a whole household and were a mule. I'm just going to be honest. A lot of grandparents, um, grandmothers were mules. Like they ran the household. They made sure they only person that took care of the kids. So when you say like, Oh, well, make sure he loves you more is, Oh, he's going to go over and beyond when now there should be the expectation that you're taking the load off of my back. If I go to work and you go to work as well, then you come home, you cook dinner, I wash dishes. It's a trade off or you have the children. Why I do this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, those are now expectations that a lot of people are setting um, in relationships. Whereas your grandmother didn't have that, um, I guess, freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if she was a stay at home mother, a lot of times, like, your grand, you know, granddaddy probably didn't fool with your mom and them, like, you know, you've been at home all day, you're supposed to do this, and you're supposed to keep the kids, and all of this, whereas, you know, now men are even coming home and saying, okay, you know, get you an hour to, you know, kind of yeah, um, yeah, yeah. breathe. A lot of, a lot of yeah. the, that's why I always get nervous, or I always kind of cringe a little bit when I hear people go off of stuff that they heard from, like, grandparents and this and that, and other, because... A lot of the time that stuff, some of it, now don't get me wrong, yeah. some oh. of that stuff does stand the test of time. Some of the, the not, so not to say that we just gotta disregard our elders yeah. because absolutely not. Our elders are out here really giving some knowledge and we definitely need to be, a lot of us could use to, <laughs> to start listening to them a little bit more. But there are some things that have, you know, with, just don't withstand the test of time. You know, the times have changed so much. That they just don't have space. You know what I mean? They don't. And a lot of it was fit. toxic even back then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of it was rooted in, you know, toxic, ugh, just misogynistic, <laughs> you know, mass. Cause it, it all stemmed from that whole patriot, uh, I'm sorry, patriot 
archy, you know, society that we still technically live in. So (laughs) my um, grandmother, like, told me, um, I left, like, she left my grandpa. She was like, he was cheating. He came home. He had another child. I was not going for it. I already had six of my own. I left. So I didn't get that conversation of, oh, well, stick it out and blah, blah, blah. No, granny was like, deuces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could do this on my own. I'm a seamstress. Um, I'm a baker as well. And that's what she had. She did what she had to do. So I'm like, I didn't get, you know, that conversation where people like, oh, my grandmama said, you know, strong woman sticks it out. I didn't get that. I got strong woman leave. You know what I'm saying? It may be uncomfortable for a couple of months until you get yourself together, but you have to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, those are the conversations that I got. Yeah. Um, and the examples that I've seen out of women in my family where they didn't necessarily wait around and say, you know, hopefully he does the right. It's like, uh, <laughs> we can drop these divorce papers. Let's go. <laughs> and Move on. Like this, but that, and that's, that has always been a deal breaker for me, like cheating. So I didn't, you know, like when people say certain things are like, well, my grandma would say, you know, this is about relationships. I'm like, I didn't get the same thing. I didn't get the same lesson of, um, you know, cook for him and he'll stay because it was like you could, you know, fry chicken on a handstand. If that's not where he wants to be, that's not where he's going to be. And I'm like, there are men right now that are cooking dinner or have cooked dinner and are madly in love with the woman that they're in a relationship yeah. with. So that that's why I could say that <laughs> I am like, that's why I could say that I, I am like so grateful to the universe <laughs> for, you know, my amazing mom and dad, yeah. you know, because they really like, they never kind of pushed none of that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like none of that toxic crap down my throat ever. Like they didn't push any of that stuff on me. They, they, you know, they guided me and taught me, but they also gave me the space to, you know, read and, and, you know, formulate my own opinions and like we could talk about those type of things. So I just, uh, you know, I'm super grateful for that. And I wish like everybody had that. And I just feel like nowadays too, like if you, if you guys don't have that type of, type of open communication within your own relationships and, with your own kids that you're raising, I mean, really, like, we got to yeah. step it up. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like those are the only ways that we're really going to start to see the changes that we really want to see as a society as a whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we really start to, to, because that's really where it starts. It starts in the home base, you know, yeah. with the parents and the kids and all that. That's where all that, the the opinion, you know, are formed. Because, like, we, you know, taking it back to, to basic biology science class you know we learned that um you know behavior is most behavior is not innate it's learned so i mean it comes from somewhere you learn it from somewhere so that's what i i grew up in a household where i was the only girl um but i was the middle child Mm -hmm. that's my heart um so i didn't I guess I didn't get a lot of the gender role conversations. It was more of making sure that when you're on your own, you can take care of your household. So it was even, you know, even spread of chores or whatever. Of course, when we got like older and being like, if we're at a family function, you know, the men like, okay, I got the trash. I'm bringing in all of the groceries. I'm moving this. I'm doing, you know, like they did all of the big stuff. And even now, 
um when we have like family functions um just getting off topic kind of um my cousin funeral and after we went to the repast and i noticed like all the men sat on the bleachers until the women and children sat down and they were like okay it's enough seats now we can go sit down all of them ate last so when even when you had the conversation with people like well, who eats first and i'm like well always in my family the women and children ate first you know what i'm saying like the women made the children plate the women ate and then the men we call them the cleanup crew they kind of <laughs> had everything that was left over i said so i didn't ever get the i didn't i never saw a man sit down and eat before a woman you know maybe if he was really elderly and sick but even when i like my uncles that were sick they're like no nah, y'all go on ahead and eat first and you just give me some you know a little something later so I'm like, you know, that conversation, it threw me off guard because I'm like, well, I thought men were supposed to eat last because that's what I've always seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never seen men actually sit down at the table and eat before women and children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> and this is family. This is not like, oh, well, you haven't seen Mary Black. I'm like, my dad didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm like, and even my whole entire family. They just didn't do it. It didn't come down to, oh, he the head of the household. They knew they were head of households. I was the one who provided the grocery, you know, the grocery store. I, I don't know. It's, mm. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely, um, you know, interesting. Yeah. Some of the stuff from the older times. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, well, I don't have anything else for today. I what about you? I just want to say to all of you guys out there, Listen to that new Wale EP. Yeah. Okay. Support Wale. Support him. Free lunch. Please. Okay. Wale really out here giving gems. God damn it. <laughs> I need y'all to get out here and support Listen, Wale. What's that? Three days, three hours? Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's how I'm mm. like. Mm. He wrote my soul out with that Darius Love Hole. Like, Listen. reference. I'm like. Wale. Did that joint with no voice. Okay. <laughs> that's how you know he was serious about that. Boy, oh, that's how you know he felt that in his spirit. Didn't have no voice at all and still did that <sighs> shit. He felt that. But anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my little moment. I had to go get on my tangent for a minute. I feel and like my birthday is Friday, so make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my spirit animal. Y'all, like, y'all just don't know. I love Wale. Like, well, wherever. We should talk that next, next, what I'm, we're going to talk spirit. Yeah, animal. Your spirit animal? <laughs> <laughs> like, wherever Wale is, if I'm there, I'm like, I got to see Wale. <laughs> but yeah. Shout out to uh, you, Happy early birthday. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I ain't got nothing else. You got anything else? Wait, we already mm-hmm. said that, huh? Damn. Uh, uh, My mind's gone. I'm going to old, y'all. Listen, she's like, oh, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what is it? Episode 19, yes. Pretty Nerds Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Um, follow the Instagram page. Subscribe, please, like. to the YouTube channel. Give us five stars. Continue our five star rating in the iTunes store. Um, I haven't seen our Google Play rating because I don't have an Android, <laughs> but I will <laughs> ask somebody who does so I can see what our rating is. Horrible people. I have no Google <laughs> devices. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any Google devices. I'm with you. Nothing. <laughs> Apple can so, you Google? <laughs> <laughs> so I can see because I don't listen. But um, yeah. So I'm gonna ask somebody with an Android to see what it's. But 
if if there's a you know like and subscribe in there, do it there too in the Google Play Store, um, SoundCloud. Uh, you know, leave some comments, you guys. We want to yes. hear from you guys. We haven't heard anything from you in a while, so um, yeah, that's that's my spiel. Um, thank you for listening as always, and uh, good night, I guess. Peace out. Bye, guys.